guys, welcome back to Live and Learn. I'm your host, Christian Saavedra, and I'm glad you could join me today. For today's episode, I would like to start off by reading you a poem that I recently had the opportunity to read to the Rogers Public School um, staff at their kickoff. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine, as children do. It's not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So as I had the opportunity to uh, read that poem to the Rogers Public School staff, as well as share a little bit of my transition story, uh, I felt like it was a really neat experience to come full circle from you know, 2003 when I arrived to this country not knowing any English and all of a sudden get up there in front of over a thousand people and read in a second language. Um, I can tell you that it took a lot of preparation. I had uh, some colleagues that helped me uh, prepare for it and I read that poem a thousand times from the moment I found out I was doing it till then. But the most special part of that presentation was that I got to say my name when I introduced myself um, as Christian Saavedra and I didn't have to say it with a different accent or in English uh, per se. And that was to me a, a really cool moment because I was able to shine in the way that I'm supposed to shine. And I've been reminiscing about the opportunity that I had and, and how that represented you know, students that come to this country and, and have to reinvent themselves and have to sometimes figure out who they want to be and which parts of their culture they want to get rid of so that you, they can fit into the new culture. And I feel blessed that when I was going through that process, I had educators and mentors and, and just friends that always highlighted the fact that my uniqueness uh, was something that I didn't need to get rid of. And I remember wearing bright clothes and bright shoes and doing all this, you know, crazy stuff with my hair. And, you know, there were, there were comments that were said, but the people that I value, whose opinions I valued, they always encouraged me to continue to be, be myself. And so the reason why I thought it was important to touch on this topic today is because not only in schools, uh, but often, you know, transitions can be hard for people. And I know that I needed a lot of support in that transition for me. And you know, thank God I, I did have that support. There were tough times, but they weren't as tough as they could have been if I didn't have the support. So a common practice I have when I'm at work is during lunch, I'll check in with a few tables that, you know, I just want to figure out how their day is going and, you know, and just have light conversations with them. As I was doing that this past week, um, I stopped by uh, one of the lunch tables that I normally check in with and the student, which she gave me permission to say her name, uh, Emily Florencia Viveros, uh, mentioned to me how she would like for me to meet this new uh, student 
because you know he was new to the country, new to our school, and she wanted to make sure that he found a place of belonging at our school. And so we had a pretty good conversation about the importance of making others uh, feel welcome and feel seen. And I applauded her for advocating for the student. And that conversation turned into how, you know, how difficult it can be sometimes when you have to literally reinvent yourself and have to figure out, I mean, the simple fact of like learning how to say your name in a different language. And if you're not careful, you can lose yourself. I can tell you that I have done presentations in the past where I did say my name differently and I struggled to say my own name in English, which, you know, it's my name, but I don't, it doesn't sound the same in, in my head. And so in that conversation with the student, uh, I, I really was inspired to share this message uh, with you guys because, yeah, you know, you might not be in education, you might be in a different place, but whether it's you're starting a new job, whether somebody, you're getting a new coworker or whatever transitions you're going through or you, people that you know are going through, you know, I think it's important to remember that you need to support people in those transitions. And the easy thing to do is, you know, to judge them and to, um, you know, want them to adapt to what, whatever the norm is. But sometimes whatever they bring might be the reason why either your work environment or in, in, in the classroom setting, maybe your classroom culture can look different in a good way. You know, highlighting something that they bring to the team might be an opportunity for your team to grow in, in a different aspect. Uh, one of my friends just recently got a uh, transition to a different role of leadership. Um, and I'm really excited to to hear about the changes and things that he's going to be able to do there. But the biggest thing that I encourage him to do well, as he was doing a presentation to his new staff uh, was that, you know, to be himself, that to be the most authentic version of himself, because maybe that's something new that that team can benefit from. And so I thought it was important to to pause and, and, and remember that although sometimes when we have new team members or when we have uh, somebody that's going through a transition, it's easy to point out maybe what they're not doing well. Um, and, you know, it might make you feel good about yourself and maybe good because you think, oh, I would do it differently. And we're all guilty of this. You know, it's natural to judge and be able to categorize people as quickly as we can. Uh, so the challenge is, you know, hey, next time you catch yourself doing that, you know, remember, everybody transitioned at some point. You you had to learn. You were new at your job at some point. You were a new student at some point. And I can tell you, uh, as somebody that has been through a transition culturally, linguistically, that it it can be a scary place to be in. And... Yeah, you know, I mentioned that I used to wear bright colors and, and all this cool stuff, but I also went through a period of time where, you know, people would make fun of how dark I was, and so I would wear long sleeves so that, you know, maybe that one day somebody wouldn't say something mean about the color of my skin. And eventually, thank God, I was able to accept my skin color and realize that there's nothing wrong with it. Um, but you never know. You never know which uh, part of the transition people are going through. But what we can all agree is that we all would like support when we are transitioning uh, in our lives. And so as I read that poem in front of everybody, I really remember uh, things slowing down when I saw some of my friends in the crowd. And uh, because it reminded me that it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't like uh, I was going to be judged by any mistakes that I made. It was about the authenticity 
uh, of myself in front of those people that, you know, maybe to some of them um, this year, they'll struggle with a kid uh, that's similar to I, like I was. And maybe, you know, seeing me out there will be a reminder to them that that kid has potential and, and that, you know, that, that with support, that student can also be successful. So I wanted to touch on that because I think uh, often when somebody's going through um, a change, the biggest indicator, one of the biggest indicators, whether they're successful or not, is, is a support that they have around them. And for me, you know, for from last year to this year doing a new job, I feel blessed to have had and to continue to have really good support around me that encouraged me to reinvent the wheel sometimes and and, and uh, continue to challenge the status quo for the students that that need it. And I just feel blessed to have that. But I wanted to challenge you guys to you know support others uh, when you see them going through through those transitions because, it, like I said, it can be a, a lonely place sometimes. And the other day I went to a presentation for um, a local club uh, sporting around the area where the director of coaches uh, was doing a culture presentation to all the parents. And I thought something that he said was really impactful. And he had a quote that he mentioned to the parents and said, you know, if you want this culture of the club to be positive, um, then when you catch yourself in a difficult situation or a difficult conversation, just remember to be a water jug uh, not a gas can. And Coach Scott, uh, I thought that was, you know, really insightful for him to say that to his parents because, you know, often we catch ourselves in those tough conversations and, you know, whether we're judging somebody's performance or whether we're just part of the the conversation and, you know, you decide what you bring to the table. You decide how you are going to support others and now you're going to add more gas to the fire and watch it burn, or are you going to be a helping hand and you know add some water to it? And so I thought that him saying that to his parents were really, was really impactful because um, the message that he sends that, you know, it might benefit you for that day, for those five minutes to have a toxic conversation with him about everything that's wrong. But at the end of the day, you're not helping the cause. And so, you know, I thought I, I would, I would share that with you because it was impactful uh, when I heard it. And so, like I said, I really, I've been processing for the last two weeks and, and getting back into the groove uh, of my new job. And I'm glad I stopped by that lunch table where Emily was sitting because she challenged me. One, she reminded me that I hadn't posted a podcast in a while. And so she said, hey, you should do one about, you know, the transitions and how hard it is. And so shout out to her for, for the idea and for the motivation. And, you know, to tie back together, I felt blessed to have had that opportunity to share a little bit of my story. And I think the the main point of me being authentic up there is that there were many times in which my life could have gone a different way, but because of the support that I had during all those transitions, uh, I was able to, to make it and I was able to uh, have a good quality of life and now in return, be able to help others uh, do the same. And so I feel blessed for, for being in that, in, in this position that I'm in. So like always, I uh, try to leave you guys with a quick challenge and, you know, you're going to start a new week. And my challenge to you would be if you catch yourself uh, judging somebody or maybe judging the performance of somebody, 
you know, try to be a water jug, not, not a gas can. Um, and if you are around, you know, a new team member or if you uh, have a new student that comes in or just anybody that's going through a transition, just remember that the easy thing to do might be to point out their differences. But the most impactful thing that you can do for that person is to make them feel welcome so that they can continue to be themselves. Because ultimately, I think all of us want to shine. I think ultimately, we all want to be the brightest light in the room. And, you know, you can help somebody else do that. But you can also be the reason why they think maybe they can't shine or that their light bulb's broken. So, yeah, I challenge you to help others shine and, and to to be a positive impact in, in their transition periods. So thank you guys again for listening. Uh, yeah, as always, let me know what you think. And, um, yeah, till next time.